0: To the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown.
1: Well, happy uh, Halloween week. Almost Almost Halloween. Uh, Halloween's on a Monday this yeah, year. Yeah, it's weird. Very so. disappointing if you're yeah. a kid, as I rem- as <laughs> I recall.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I was I, I was sharing with you guys uh, right before we came on, but I thought it'd be fun to look up and tell a couple of um, like spooky stories from around the state. Mm-hmm. Please and, do. And uh, you know, I think we've maintained a fairly G. Um, uh, content rating uh throughout <laughs> our time here and there, you know most spooky stories come along with it's pretty violent. accidents yeah. and incidents Terrible and things. so uh i'll skip that today and let yeah. you know that you can <laughs> do your own search and find uh arkansas.com has uh listed by region so if yeah. you're interested if you're in looking for
2: spooky real
1: spooky history or sometimes excellent. sort of spooky yeah, so i mean you know some yes. of it's laughable there was a <laughs> yeah. you know a pet dog that uh, experience you know a, an incident with its owner and you can hear it panting, panting, <laughs> so a kind of fun, or yeah. something, yeah, yeah. 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 So Oops. instead, why don't we just talk about candy? <laughs> yeah,
0: we should have turned all the lights off in here, oh, yeah, like by candlelight or yeah. something, you know, I guess
2: we could have done a costumed episode, but we should have. <laughs> what were we thinking?
1: um too late now so any any of you guys have preference on either you guys have preference on halloween candy sweet versus chocolate or well, hard chocolate candy
2: guy. soft candy i always wanted the chocolates when i was a kid really yeah, you knew you were going to yeah. get a lot of the uh, gum or the sweet sweet you know uh-huh. tart type things but uh-huh. i really wanted this sh- little chocolate bars oh well, i was watching this right now because i was telling her like candy is through
1: the roof Should we just get one of those buckets of like double bubble, you know? And she's like, Nobody wants (laughs) that. I'm like, Sure they do.
2: You will be hated in the neighborhood. Yeah, we'll get
0: rolled or something. (laughs) Hey, go ultra cheap, just put sugar packets in there. (laughs) Slendwoba. Hey, get get
2: there faster.
0: I mean, that's what I mean. Like, come on. Let's do it.
2: Someone in our neighborhood did full-size candy bars a couple of years ago, and now my daughter wants full-size candy bars. You know, every... <laughs> it's not going to yeah, happen to Get long. ready. Yeah.
1: Uh, everybody, you know, I think every town had that rumor, didn't they? Yeah. That, oh, if right. you go to insert neighborhood yeah. name here, oh, yeah. you'll get full-size candy yeah, bars. Yeah, they get totally. the best stuff. Yeah, we had that neighborhood. We would try and get busted in, you know, try and get driven over there. <laughs> Any other weird like Halloween rumors or anything like that? I know we all grew up on in different areas of the state.
0: But. I'm just always fascinated you know, driving around different areas of the state how serious people take the yeah. Halloween. Game. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, it's it's grown.
2: It's become. I think it's overtaken Christmas as the what do we throw in the yard? Oh, De- totally. Uh, Decorations are just.
0: Yeah, they yeah. start decorating months ahead, and uh, I don't and, remember that as a kid. No.
2: Now you you might have had like uh some spooky thing out, you know, out in one, you know, one yeah. thing. But now, now, now it's huge. The you old know, headstone the giant skeletons like that. you see, we have one of those giant skeletons. Yeah. In our neighborhood, we have a little graveyard in our. Yard, in your yard, yeah. My daughter likes to do the. Yeah. You know, she decorating. wanted us. We
1: had two chairs on the porch, and she was like, "Can we put two skeletons up there?" Yeah. And I just told you guys the story about the gum. I'm like, ah, No, they're telling me what that would cost."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so well, we I, put a couple of like yeah. pumpkins up, you know. But I mean, people spend serious time I, and money. And I bet over in your I neck mean, of the woods, they're uh,
1: they're decorating pumpkins. Used to be. I the would kind imagine. Of standard. I mean, you got you know you got right. spectators and um, passers by. I'm gonna know, look, look
0: around. Last year, I went up outside Cabot and Mm -hmm. drove around, and we found a neighborhood. There was a house that that everyone told me, you've got to go see this. Really? We drove drove by it, and it's on the corner. Yeah. And they have a culvert, and they've got Mm -hmm. a little drainage ditch and all that stuff in there. Uh Uh-huh. Think of every Halloween franchise Uh (laughs) or scary franchise. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Any any Uh IP, whatever that may be.
2: They had it. They had like Jason. Really, and
0: Jason,
2: Freddy Krueger, Michael, Michael Myers, Michael Myers, yeah, wow, Freddy
0: Krueger. The Freddy,
2: that's old
1: school. Yeah, Freddy the
0: Jeepers Creepers guy. Oh yeah, uh, it. Yeah. Their their sewer was glowing, and there was a clown in there. No way. I kid you not.
1: Well, and, it, I think it's a lot of fun. I like seeing it.
0: I was driving, uh-huh. and we sped up and got out of there because I, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> well,
2: when you were, when I was a kid, it was just you would carve a pumpkin, you'd put a light in there, and put it in the window. Or that's it, exactly. And or you'd be lucky maybe if on your front porch if yeah. you wanted it to get smashed. Right.
1: Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, that's
2: that was little, the extent of it.
0: And a little scary music at the most, you know. Yeah, stuff like that, but not anymore
1: yeah it's a big deal it's serious i think it's fun because you know to me it sort of feels like warming up for christmas it's like okay mm-hmm. yeah. i see you guys i see you guys and i know what's coming next because <laughs> a lot of those you, people if they'll do halloween
2: they're gonna yeah. do the oh, same yeah, for christmas now you know? in the middle of all that you've got poor thanksgiving which has nothing you know, <sighs> nothing right no nothing yeah no, the only like, lights there in no the drums out in the yard nobody's doing that yeah yeah, no. yeah skip right over you,
0: that. uh what do they
1: call it? blow-ups like pilgrim blow-ups yeah you know
0: i can't imagine anyone producing that
2: <laughs> the big pilgrim wave
0: yeah yeah
1: well i don't know it's 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 gonna be fun it's gonna be a little rainy um yeah over the weekend if anybody yeah. has any of those activities trunk, tr- churches will do trunk or treats yeah and things like
0: that but. last weekend for most pumpkin patches so.
1: uh you were telling us that time is going to change next weekend it is so not this weekend next week yeah so Correct. sort of the best or the you know the last of the long days i guess we were yeah yeah i mean or, or this weekend um so, yeah, I mean,
2: now I know there's been there. some bills in Congress to change to do away with the whole moving in the clock thing, mm-hmm. but I still don't yeah. think that's happened. So, we're yeah. stuck with it for now. Yeah.
0: yeah. I,
1: I uh, you know, I used to want to do away with daylight savings time. And then I saw uh, meteorologists actually locally mm-hmm. uh, make the argument about kids being at the bus stop and getting ready to go to school and things and doing that in the dark, yeah. having to stand out, outside. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just never thought of it that way. And it kind of, change my tone on the whole thing. I know it's yeah. an inconvenience, but right. you know, well, we'll uh, see what happens. But. And roots go back to agriculture. That's and farming, true. right? You I know. Think so. So.
2: And then I thought I'd heard that was a myth, but I don't know. And maybe it was. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well,
0: I just remember it always is I loved fall back because that was a saturday night you were sitting around thinking what are we going to watch? <laughs> We don't have to do just a two-hour movie. We do a yeah. three-hour yeah. movie because we yeah, gained an hour. Let's yeah. do this thing.
1: Yeah, that yeah. curfew coming up. That's you right. know, or whatever, something like that. You know, that's and you're right.
0: Like, nope. Again, <laughs> no. Mom and dad come around and got time for bed. I was like, oh, nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> I have another hour dude. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, no. uh, that's awesome. That's
1: awesome. All right. Well, contrary to popular belief, at this point, we are not here to talk all yeah. about Halloween. We do, Halloween we do have business. We do. We're back from the handle. state fair. We had a yes. great time out there last week. We've dusted off yes. the microphones, yes, yes, yes. gotten the hay off of the. Yeah. Got the hay uh, off the speakers. That's right. So we
2: didn't need any sound effects last week because we had it all happen.
0: That's right. right. It was all there. The smells, yeah. the sights, it was yeah, all there.
1: Yeah, we sure did. Um, and just a friendly reminder, as we do talk about November uh, coming on Tuesday, uh, coming up on Tuesday, we uh, the Arkansas this will probably be the last reminder we give the Arkansas Ag Hall of Fame does have nominations open for this year's class, uh, that is uh, open until uh, November first. You can visit ArkansasAgHallofFame.org to nominate someone you know who's made an impact on this industry, or or uh, you know just deserves to be recognized for their for their contributions. Um, if you're interested in the type of folks that we've honored in the past. You can certainly see that at arkansasaghalloffame.org. You can visit the archives of this podcast uh, where last year we, we sat down and talked to nearly every uh, honoree. Uh, and so, anyway, yeah, you can hear their stories in Live and lo- Live in Color and then um, see more about that there. Right. But just know the nominations are open until November 1st, arkansasaghalloffame.org.
2: And then, uh, you know, of course, early voting has started. I've seen the uh – signs and crowds and people at the local libraries and everything. So that's going on. So uh, we've been talking a lot about our ballot issue stances. Uh Uh, That is something that's part of our grassroots, uh, you know, local farm, local farm bureau, county farm bureaus, it all comes from the bottom to us. And they tell Mm -hmm. us what the issues they're concerned with. Uh, We do have some positions on some of those ballot issues you'll see on the ballot. Uh, Issue one is a no from from us. Yes on issue two and no on issue four. And how do we get there? Yeah, well, you can find out all about the these issues mm-hmm. and everything else at ARFB.com. There's uh, right now we have a little promo button that, that's, that tells you where to, where to click to find out our positions on these issues. Um, so we've obviously been pushing that out there because the voting is happening right now.
1: I think I said, how do we get there? I meant yeah. to say, how did we get there? Like, how did we get to these positions?
2: Yeah, like I said this is voted on at the local level. Yep. They tell us uh and so we it goes up to um you know, it was our we we settle on policy at our annual meeting. Yeah. In fact. Yeah, and yeah. We yeah. have one of those coming up soon too. Yes. But I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. Starts at
0: the county level, we move to resolutions and then yeah. on to on to the we're, business We're in session. the heart of
2: all this process right now. Yep.
0: At convention and then on to national
1: yep and if you're interested in additional information like seeing and hearing from candidates uh mm-hmm. for those uh races statewide races and and otherwise uh, you can go to archelect.com you can also find more information about the ballot issues there
2: yeah and that's just a that's a helpful site if you just want to learn uh see uh-huh. the candidates for certain offices in your area learn about them hear from uh some of those gubernatorial candidates we have videos there uh, very helpful site for that information
1: election dates, all kinds of, yep. all kinds of good stuff there. So anyway, get out and vote. Early voting is open now mm-hmm. and uh, election day is November 8th. So there you go. All right. I think we've covered our, our housekeeping basis. So let's sort of dig into the news. I know we've got a packed day today. So um, we'll, we'll pick up on a topic that we've discussed several times in the last few weeks. Uh, the growing impacts of the low levels uh, of the Mississippi River. Uh, Many of you know that our Commodities and Regulatory Affairs team here at Arkansas Farm Bureau is made up mostly by a team of economists. There are a few engineers, a couple engineers snuck their way in there. But uh, anyhow, that team has launched a report series called Ag Insider we've talked about here before. And the latest report in that series is out, and it's garnering some well-deserved attention. This week, KETV News here in Little Rock leveraged the report and its coverage of the ongoing impact of river levels on row crop farmers. Uh, Tyler Oxner, economist on that team, talked with KETV about ongoing struggles during this crucial time of harvest. The report notes the significance of river barges responsible uh, for 92% of the nation's ag exports, with some 60% of all grain from the U.S being shipped on the river through the port of New Orleans and the port of South Louisiana. Uh, The report cites the Army Corps of Engineers data uh, stating that at current water levels, barges cannot be loaded at full capacity, which equates to less grain heading down the river to the Gulf of Mexico and to export customers. Since the 1st of September, the number of barges unloaded in New Orleans is down 39% from the five-year average. Uh, this is an issue for a number of reasons. One of which is the po- potential for buyers to start looking elsewhere to fulfill its needs for grain. Also, a slow trickle out of the Gulf uh, could lead to load. To, I'm sorry, to our domestic supply getting bigger than forecasted, which could be disastrous for futures contracts and basis. Mm-hmm. Finally, the report reminds us that producers have faced a number of challenges this year and. As it continues to stay dry the once cost-effective and efficient transportation mode uh, barges will become more problematic. This is especially true during the height of harvest season when farmers are looking to move grain. If relief doesn't arrive soon producers will have to look at other methods to store their goods or find alternative methods to transport their grain. These are methods these other methods are not monetarily favorable to the producer, mm-hmm. and that that really matters. To get this full report, go to our website, arfb.com, uh, and click yep. on the agriculture tab, I believe.
2: Yeah, agriculture tab and commodity and regulatory fares. Uh, we push it on, mm-hmm. on that page. We will probably put this out, uh, again, in social media as well, link to the report. So it's out there. Keep an eye out. It's, it's good information uh, to yeah. understand just how – big a deal this is we've talked about it a few times and there's a reason for that it's it's having an impact
1: yeah in in real life example i I listened to um a radio station that covers ag a lot of times driving in and they they reported that um i think over the weekend china had purchased all of its beans out of the pacific northwest Mm. um which is, you know, we can't get there right. <laughs> without yeah. a lot of work. So, um,
2: you know, that, that's, that's where the rubber meets the road, right. as it were. Yeah. Well, moving from the bad critical infrastructure news to some better critical infrastructure news. Yeah. Today, the USDA, uh, USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack announced that the department is providing $759 million to expand high-speed Internet access across 24 states, Puerto Rico, Guam, and Palau. These new investments include funding via the new infrastructure law, which provided uh, $65 billion to expand reliable, uh, affordable high-speed internet to communities across the US. Um, Vilsack said, people living in rural towns across the nation need high-speed internet to run their businesses, go to school, and connect with their loved ones. Uh, This has been a big issue for us, so we've been keeping tabs on everything happening in this regard. Uh, The $750 million in loans and grants comes from the third funding round of the ReConnect program. As part of today's announcement, there were two projects in Arkansas that will be getting funds, Mm -hmm. a $1.6 million grant to Scott County Telephone Company to deploy a fiber-to-the-premises network that will connect 89 people, 17 farms, and a local business to high-speed internet in Scott County. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the announcement notes that Scott County Telephone Company is taking part in the FCC's Lifeline and affordable connectivity programs in order to make this uh, high-speed connectivity affordable. Yeah. Uh, in addition, there is a $16 million grant to, um, and this threw me for a loop, Southwestern Bell I Telephone Company. I ask. Uh yeah. Again, that's something I grew up with. I didn't know that that was still, <laughs> it's just interesting. They're still out there. Yeah. To deploy fiber to the premises network that will connect almost a 1,000 people, 100 farms, and 33 businesses to high-speed internet in Jefferson and Lincoln counties. This project is also part of the Lifeline and Affordable Connectivity Program, so it's about affordable uh, connectivity as well.
1: I love that we're able to present this data in the number of people and yeah. farms connected. You uh, know? And it, I mean, it gets that's very incredible.
2: specific, and you think, wow, it takes a lot of money to connect these, these areas, these are, these are particular areas uh-huh. uh, that have not had connectivity or they're vulnerable populations or they're areas with farms and businesses that need that yeah. connectivity. So we'll keep following this again. That's, that's a big issue for us. This connectivity thing is something we've been talking about for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think there's other grants coming and yeah. more more to come.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, I, you know having this conversation with uh, our own resident broadband expert Philip Powell and mm-hmm. he he mentioned that uh, the state uh, the Arkansas broadband office had also updated their rules so that providers now must at least provide 100 to 100 service so um 100 megabytes up 1 100 down mm-hmm. uh it, it must be fiber, and they can't get the money until after the project is completed. Okay. So, that's some uh, pretty stringent um, some
2: accountability measures. Accountability Make measures, sure that right? People are getting what they need.
1: Great point. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, there we go. All right. As we continue to fight severe and extreme drought conditions, the state has been fighting wildfires for several days, and those fires have impacts on agriculture. Uh, as we've reported for many weeks, much of the state is under a burn ban and the small amounts of rainfall that we recently received last like, you know, last weekend and, and mm-hmm. beyond, haven't provided much relief. KTHV's Frederick Price has a report out this week outlining nearly two dozen wildfires that broke out across the state last weekend. According to state officials, those fires burned nearly two thousand acres within uh, with sixteen of those of the twenty-one total fires taking place in central or south Arkansas. Most of the acres burned occurred in two fires, one in Bradley County and the other uh, in Jackson County. In addition, Jefferson County uh, uh, had wildfires in the early part of this week, seeing more than 500 acres burned over three separate fires. Uh, So that's over 2,500 if you put those examples together. Uh, Arkansas State Forester, Uh, Joe Cox contributed uh, the combination of dry conditions and high winds, in some cases sustained over 20 miles per hour, um, were responsible. He told our own Shaley Wallace Barber that, of course, rain is the answer to address the problem now um but noting that you know looking forward landowners should be mindful of prescribed burns the power of those prescribed burns can help prevent incidents like these from happening he said uh during dry periods because it cleans out underbrush from trees and timber stands but he he made an important note prescribed burns cannot be done now you know during dry times Mm -hmm. they're only effective if they're done preemptively uh m- most everybody knows we talked about at the beginning of the show, there is rain expected to move into the state over the weekend, uh, which will hopefully provide relief and prevent more of these disasters from happening. Uh for now though, you can see more about wildfire dangers, um, including a map of burn bands at
2: arkfireinfo.org. arkfireinfo.org. You can also see that interview with uh, with Joe Cox on our social channels. Um, yeah. That just went out uh, yesterday okay. on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting. He talks a little bit about what happened there in Jefferson County and, and you know, again, how to prevent all of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Joe for giving us that information, and, and, and thanks to our team for covering it. Um, well, let's step away from the news for a minute to learn a bit about how uh, our annual Farm Bureau membership can – pay benefits.
0: Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports our work on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers and rural communities around the state. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships, to hunger relief and disaster support and much more. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com.
2: You know, uh, that $40 annual ARFB membership, it, it means a lot of things for for the member. They get a lot of things out of it, but it also mm-hmm. means good things in your local community. Uh, members from Lee County and St. Francis County Farm Bureaus uh, recently got together and they cooked Palestine Wheatley Junior High football and cheer squads a meal before their big game against, uh, I think it was Corning.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: so it's things like that, that connection in the community, uh, our our local uh, county Farm Bureaus are always getting out there and doing these kind of things, and that's that's an important part of what Farm Bureau is, and that's something that that membership is supporting. Yeah, it is. That's excellent. Well, now I've got a, a news tidbit that stood out to me because it's an Arkansas company, and they're in the agriculture
0: oh, space. Nice. So
2: Acre AcreTrader, uh, it's an online mm-hmm. farmland investment company based in Fayetteville. They've been growing a lot, and now they've launched uh, something called Acres. It's a land analysis platform for your desktop or mobile. Uh, it provides access to comprehensive data for 150 million U.S. parcels of land, local insights, comparable sales. Mm. Uh, the company says the Acres platform is a key part of its mission to make buying and selling land uh, transparent and easier. Mm-hmm. Um the acres tool essentially aggregates and analyzes not just uh public data but public and private data and provides analysis of the most important features of a given land parcel uh, including public owner records, soil and crop information, historical satellite imagery, mm-hmm. vegetation indexes, water use, uh, comparable sales, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh company says this is about the ability to make more informed land purchasing decisions. Acres offers pricing plans for users ranging from a free account uh, for everyday landowners to premium enterprise level accounts for brokers and land professionals and finance companies. Yeah,
1: really impressive to see what what that company has done in, honestly, a fairly short amount of time. Yep. Carter, Malloy, and that team.
2: But that could be, again, there's a free product there as well. It could be a helpful tool Sure, uh, for yeah. almost anyone. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I'll wrap up my portion of the news with a rundown of row crop harvest uh, progress today. Uh, the 2022 Arkansas corn crop is finally in the books, right on schedule with the five-year harvest average. Uh, cotton is coming right along with the seventy with 71% harvested, although the weekend forecast may slow that down just a tad. Um, we'll have to see how much rain actually falls and, and where it lands. Uh, peanut harvest is almost halfway complete, and the rice crop is nearly all out of the field with 97% completed as of Monday this week. Uh, soybeans are clipping along with 80% of the crop harvested, and winter wheat planting is under well underway with 35% of that crop in the ground. Uh, speaking of rain, soil moisture is rated nearly 90% at short or very short with the subsoil moisture levels measuring about the same. As of yesterday, we had about three-quarters of, of the counties under burn bans. We mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the state still at risk for wildfires. So be, please be aware of the conditions, local laws. And if you've uh, if you have to burn anything, I know that ag department has been been making a big push about this too. Just being yep. aware of.
2: Well, and I think that going. that you know fire in Jefferson County this week is just another warning sign. Just mm-hmm. don't do that.
1: Um, yeah, know, I mean that's a lot. Be very careful
2: of, out there. And again, we're going to have some rain hopefully, but you know it's still still very very dry out there. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to close out my portion today with another bit of news from the USDA. This week, the USDA announced the launch of a new online tool to help farmers and ranchers better navigate the farm loan application process, which is always fun. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) The uniform application process will help to ensure all farm loan applicants receive uh, equal support and have a consistent customer experience with USDA's Farm Service Agency, uh, regardless of individual circumstances. Farmers can access the loan assistance tool by visiting farmers.gov backslash farm loan, farm dash loan dash assistance dash tool and clicking the get started button. From here, they can follow the prompts to complete the eligibility self assessment and start the foam farm loan journey. The tool is built to run on any modern browser, and this kind of cracked me up a little bit, but does not work (laughs) in Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer. Uh, I think we used to have a fan here of Internet Explorer. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It did not. Does you know, it exist? Uh, apparently, but its I don't think it's very update. <laughs> apparently, doesn't. does it really work for a lot of things. Anyway, the Loan Assistance Tool is the first of several farm loan process improvements that USDA uh, has announced and that will be available on Farmers.gov in the future. Uh, some of the tools... Uh, and improvements they they expect to launch in 2023 include a streamlined and simplified simplified direct loan application uh, that's reduced from uh, almost 30 pages to 13. Yeah. I'm sure that will be appreciated. And an interactive online direct loan application that gives customers a paperless and electronic signature option, along with the ability to attach supporting documents such as tax returns. Yeah. So they're they're trying to obviously update, modernize a little bit, mm-hmm. moving past... Uh, you know, Internet Explorer, things <laughs> like that. So, um, anyway, helpful, potentially helpful for those out there. Yeah, it's great dealing with the loan process. But you Got to have broadband to get there, and exactly. So, <laughs> I guess that's why we've got a lot of things
0: happening in those areas. Yeah, it I feel like we're back. caught in a time warp. We're talking yeah. about Southwestern Bell, Internet, Internet, Internet Explorer. Explorer. <laughs> it just it yeah. just feels <laughs> like. Something is off here. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean
2: this day in history we brought well, speaking of, of time
1: yeah i was gonna say yeah. we brought the history to the history there the go <clears throat> well we got Well, we it's, it's about that
0: time that time. have do few um, history uh, a the history of the history Okay. I history okay i just chose several but okay um joseph glidden the patent the patent on this design um and it does affect agriculture. Widely used, very popular. Um, he was not the inventor, however, uh, like the original inventors. He he by no means made the first of this. Uh-huh. He only came up with this design after seeing the exhibit by Henry Rose of a single strand of this at the DeKalb County Fair.
1: Okay,
2: so he
0: took he took that design and then he doubled it.
2: Strand, you say. A water hose. Two, fly, two ply, two ply, yeah. two
0: ply design. Uh, two widely ply, used.
2: Two ply trash bag.
0: And yeah. he, yes, they use lots of trash bags in agriculture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying in Glidden. Like, and know. they twisted, twisted it. They
0: twist, tie? twist like a braid, a rope. Oh, stumped! <laughs> yeah. You did stumped the defi- It's Yeah, barbed wire.
2: Barbed wire, interesting. Interesting, you know. I wouldn't know I don't why because- he. I thought mm-hmm. I thought Glidden with trash bags or something. Uh, I threw you
0: with anything. that one, didn't yeah, I? I did, did. <laughs> I tried to pick a couple. Okay. This animated TV special aired for the first time in October uh, 27th, 1966.
2: Great pumpkin. Oh, yeah. There That's you go. Got to be a Charlie Brown. First one yes, I've yeah. ever gotten. That's right. Congratulations. Uh, this you.
0: TV series debuted on ABC in
2: 1954.
1: That's
0: all you got? That's all I got for now.
1: I love Lucy.
0: No, it helped promote um it was not all designed had. to help promote a, an amusement park.
2: Oh, uh Disney uh, the Mickey Mouse was, Mouse Club. Magical World of Disney, yes, uh, Disneyland okay, yeah, yeah. TV, yes. Okay. Uh,
0: which then, you know, continued to grow yeah. stuff. Um, uh, I
2: think that <clears throat> I think that company went a long way. The first <laughs>
0: <laughs> The first a uh, license for a commercial radio station was issued on this day in 1920. Okay. In the city.
2: I have s- a feeling it can't be something else.
0: Pittsburgh. 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 It was in okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, New York opened the first section of this transportation system in 1904. Subway system? There you go. Underground right. underground, underground, and underwater subway. Ah, Okay. And Columbus discovered this location. Um just south of us in fourteen ninety two. It's not in the US.
2: Uh, is it uh, something? It was Somewhere later, in the Caribbean that later yeah, the Cuba. Uh, Cuba. All right. It was Cuba. Nice. Yeah. So
0: and then last one it was a busy day. Yeah. Oh. Two thousand four. This team won the uh their first championship in baseball since 1918. Cubbies. Nope. Close. Boston Red yeah. Sox? Boston uh, Red Sox. They beat the... St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah. They beat the Cardinals. Huh. So, how about that?
1: 2004. Okay. So, so the St. Col- Louis fans around here no. Yes, like,
0: there are. There are. That one, uh, I imagine. My my family was uh, quite upset at that yeah. Uh, series. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it set off st louis winning oh World it did Series. entirely like, like you know they lost that one but entirely well i'm still entirely. fascinated by the barbed wire thing how about that yeah lidden
2: yeah.
0: oh and there was another one there was a. Uh, oh it was
2: then he went on to invent these yeah. supersized ag trash bags
0: no it was I can't <laughs> remember who it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't glenn it was another company yeah. but they yeah the name nylon got announced today oh
1: interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, that wraps up the
1: news for this week That was uh, a lot of fun uh, <laughs> And uh, thanks for following along With the Arkansas AdCast We're grateful for you uh, taking the time each week To watch and listen
2: And as always, remember you can catch that li- the live stream Every Thursday at 2pm on Facebook and YouTube Make sure you turn on notifications To get the alerts when we go live Listen to the audio version on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: We definitely prefer the audio version where you don't have to look at us. (laughs) Uh, The Arkansas Podcast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, Rob Anderson. Our show is produced and engineered by Brian Pistol.
2: We'll see you next week.